Hey there, welcome to the Kitchen Sink Podcast. I'm Camille, and this is the podcast for women that want to create a dream kitchen without stress and costing a fortune. If you like no fluff, tell it like it is remodeling advice from a cabinet maker with over 30 years experience, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. never actually recorded and done live streaming because the live stream always creates a recording so um but i've never had it not work so i just want to make sure you'll be able to go back and look at this um yeah that'd be great yeah so okay so you um so you called them and submitted another what was the quote you got for the countertops um i can look on i think he quoted me everything together, maybe six for the labor and. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's, that's, that's reasonable. Yep. So that's at least six just for the countertops. And then um, cabinet wise, what do you think about for the cabinets? If you just did the cabinets on that one side, like that. I'm sorry. Installation is six. And then including the wall area, you know, the little lip up the wall that was already there. Um, 82 for everything. The materials was 2,200. Okay. So the materials is a good price, but the labor is really high for that size of a kitchen, but you are in Southern California. So, you know, you're in a place where they can Uh supply and demand so they can get that. Um, What you might be able to do is, um, no, I can't get back to just looking at just this. Um, I'm wondering if you could say, so here's, you know, here's one quote that I got, um, you know, but I would take, you know, I would take five for the countertops. Okay. But no less than, you know, somewhere between five and six, because that'll cover the two slabs and that'll cover at least 80% of the 70% of the fabrication. You know, so like if he won't go for 82, if you could still get between five and 6,000, right, that would be Uh fair, I think. Okay. And then for the cabinets, um, so ladies that are watching, what we're talking about is she's doing a um, insurance bid. And so she's fighting with the insurance company. And so we're trying to negotiate to get a higher amount of money out of it. Uh, Where's your stuff? Here it is. So I think, you know, I mean, realistically, you should be able to get more. But if you could get, again, somewhere between six and seven for cabinetry, the issue is going to be those two large cabinets to the right. Those are the most expensive cabinets, right? Those full height cabinets. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, we have someone in the group who just got a bid from Lowe's and those cabinets, each cabinet that was like a pantry cabinet, like a tall cabinet like that was I don't have their bid right in front of me, but I want to say it was at least 3000. So those two cabinets, if you went, yeah, if you went and tried to replace those at Lowe's, that would be 6,000 just for those two full height cabinets on the right. And then you still have all the cabinets underneath the sink. Right. So I would even maybe go to Lowe's quickly and get a bid for an exact replica, meaning lower grade cabinets, you know, just say lower grade cabinets, two pantry cabinets on the right, a sink cabinet, a base unit with doors, and 
like I think that's basically on the sink side, right? And so it's, it's like a base unit on the of the right. right of the sink and a base unit on the left of the sink. So that's three cabinets: one sink, two, one, two, three, and then two pantry cabinets. And I guarantee you, if you went to Lowe's, that would be at least nine or ten thousand dollars. Yeah, the the new quote when I asked the guy to do the quote again, he yeah. said. Six base cabinets. I can't fully understand, but it, said, it looks like he only said six base cabinets. I think, and a pantry. Yeah, and a fridge. I think his was fifty five hundred with everything. But that's low. <laughs> I know. That's I don't low. know if he did that. Right. Yeah, I mean. No. That's the thing is those, these two big cabinets, like those tall, big cabinets, mm -hmm. you know, those are, take a lot of material and a lot of time plus installation. So, I mean, they're just seriously, seriously lowballing you. So, um, you know, I mean, are they trying to say that? They're, what would you are, think? Go ahead. What would you think the three base cabinets would cost if the the larger cabinets you gave me a, an idea? What would you think three base cabinets would cost? Right for the ones on the bottom. I mean that fifty four hundred is more like it just for that one run up to the fridge. Okay. So the the quote right. that you have is like a true replacement, but the fact that you guys had to remove, right? You had to take those cabinets out, right, to get to that, yeah. right? Because this Correct. is the that's what they repaired, right? With the water damage? Yeah, up in there in the very top. Yeah. So, I mean, they had to remo remove the cabinets to be able to get to that. So, everybody knows that that's replacement cost. Right. Yeah, you know, like, so, I mean, the insurance companies know that. So, and that's not even, you know, that's just cabinetry. That's not sheetrock repair, Right texture exactly and to make it new so like no matter what like this would be easily if easily if twenty thousand dollar repair easily right so yeah. the question is like getting down to i mean yeah i think you're just gonna did you get you know i think you should get your husband involved and have some really basic numbers like i'll just sort of write down what i you know what I'm thinking. So like if you did just the, you know, like if you got a bid from Lowe's to do the base and those two pantries to the right, not even soft closing drawers or anything, just an actual replacement of like um, an older style cabinet. I'll just put cabs full, meaning including the two pantries, which it should be that that's between nine and 10. Okay. Then you've got, okay. I'd say 2,500 in sheetrock repair. Right. You've got um, uh -huh. painting, right. A painter. Uh -huh. Right. That might be 600. Um, plus the actual leak repair, which they've already technically done. Right. So there's the actual yeah. leak that they fixed. So yeah, we plumber, had to pay for the leak repair. Right. So that was like the plumber. Right. With, let's just say that was uh -huh. 500 for him. And then you have uh, the countertops. And so the counters right, is let's say six. So 
for me, this would be what an actual, so if you want to take a screenshot of that or, you know, a camera shot, right? That's what you're actually, oh, sorry. Did you get it? Got it. Thank you. That's what you're actually yes, talking I got it. Thank you. to the adjuster about. That's the, those are the big numbers. So they're, they kind of get you in the detail and the weeds, like, well, it's only 10% of the sheetrock here and 15% touched here. And I mean, that's basically what they're doing with that. Right. Um, but mm -hmm. they kind of, you know, they, they want to uh, bury you in details. Right. So nine plus 25 plus 600 plus 500 plus six. Right. So that's 18,600 to write it right around that was 20, more like it, right, yeah. right around 20. And so that's a reasonable bid, right? So that's what I would be telling your, your husband would be calling back the ingester and saying, look, if we had to do this ourselves, this is realistically what replacement cost is. So, you know, we're not asking for 25. We're not asking for 30 for time and hassle and time out of house and all that stuff that we could do, right? We've paid our premiums. We've done all this stuff correctly. We're just asking for something close to this 18.6. We don't trust right. the people that you have doing it. We're not going to just push cabinets back up underneath the countertops. Like the fact that you guys are even willing to do that shows you're not going to do the job correctly. And we're not going to have a leak happen a year from now because of the countertops now. Because what's going to happen is when they push those things under the cabinets, right? They're going to push up right. the plumbing and everything else to get them under there, right? Right. Yeah, it's just yeah. not acceptable, not even close to acceptable because you could probably even um, make a claim that you're going to, um, I mean, there's contractor state labor board in California. Okay. There's okay. that this would be the time that I might even file a claim. I might say, look, you know, we can file a claim with the Better Business Bureau. We can say, look, you're trying to half-ass this job. You're trying to put in, uh, some, you know, inferior products. You're trying to late, basically cause future problem and damage for us instead of just doing the right thing, right? You're not asking for $80,000. You're asking for $20,000 or something close right. to that, right? So that's how I would position it. That look, we're, we're done with this little tiny stuff. Like the reality is to repair and replace exactly how it is that side, this is what would be required. That's thank the whole you. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So that's what I would be going for um, at, at a minimum, right? Um, right. So, um, yeah. And I think there's, you know, the, there's the Better Business Bureau. There's a Contractor State Labor Board, um, which you're not really filing a claim against the insurance company, but you can you can talk about the fact that you know what the what the legally is required when you put a kitchen in and you can't shove cabinets underneath an existing countertop without damage like including your floor right. and then i might even say and you guys wanted to repair my whole floor like we're not even asking for that right we could ask for another right. 10 grand just for the floor we're not doing that we're trying to be reasonable we just want this check and we're going to do the money ourselves we're going to do the job okay. ourselves and what was the second four that you were talking about? The name of the contractor what? Contractor State Labor Board, CSLB. That's the permitting. That's who permits contractors in California. So you can't do a job without a permit in California. And you certainly can't do the level of what you're talking about there without a permit. And 
they're kind of sketching that sideways because they're an insurance company. But the fact that they're they're you know the fact that they're willing to reattach face frames <laughs> to existing broken cabinets, right? And then shove cabinets underneath the countertop. That's completely against what the CSLB would ever, like, I would never be able to do that as a cabinet maker. I'd be sued for doing that. Like, I would never be able to do that. (laughs) So, um, you know, you can just start to mention some of that stuff that like, look, we're not, we're not going to just roll over in the details, you know, I don't know. That's sort of what I, that's, that's sort of the tack that I would take. Um, is to try to escalate it quickly so that, and then just, yeah, just, just don't respond to the little tiny details and just say, look, here's what we're talking about. Here's the big numbers we're talking about. Like we know what we're doing and we're not going to get caught up in this little 5% here and 2% here. Like no, it's replacement cost. Okay. So and insurance companies do it for a living, right? They, they, right. they do it for a living to try to not have to pay out claims. Well, what's crazy is the last two water damages we had from pipes leaking, they were amazing. Yeah. They even like were so detailed. Like, did you check your couch? Did you plug your TV in? We need to know if we need to pay for those damages. This time around, I don't know if I just got some build adjuster that's just, do you know, I left him a message last week on Tuesday to call me back. Yeah. He still hasn't called me back. Yeah, probably. So I called my desk lady claims lady and yeah. gave her a mouthful and I'm calling his boss on Monday. Yeah. So. Yeah. Basically, I mean, that's, you can also threaten to change your insurance, right? You can say, look, we pay a premium. I'm sure you guys probably have what your cars there, your hat, like you yeah, have, a, yeah. right? Everything bundled. Exactly. You have everything there and you can say, look, we can, you know, we're, we're seriously considering going to a completely different agency because of how this has been handled. You know, we're realistically talking about $20,000, cut us a check and we'll go away and we don't have to keep doing this. Right. But like, yeah, you're not asking for some huge, ridiculous, like putting on an awning on the outside. And, you know, there's people that do that too, right. They're like, keep making this huge thing for them. I think what you're asking for is completely reasonable. So thank you. Yeah. Okay. Good advice. So thank you for that. That's great. Yeah. Feel confident and strong for the call. Good, good, good. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about redesigning it for the fuller thing now. Um, So let's start with, I guess, the corner of where the stove is, right? That Uh corner. Yes. So um, I'm just looking at when we walk in. So I would, and so you're, so from what I remember uh, from our last call, there's no microwave, right? You don't want the microwave up there, which I think is great. Next to the left of the stove, you're considering not doing, let me see, where's the island shot? Uh, I can't quite tell, but I I think you told me the, there's the island shot. So the cooktop is in the island. Yes. Okay. So you're open to doing an oven an oven stove combo in the island, correct? Yes. To get rid of the double ovens, yeah. And so you don't mind having your stove in the middle of the island? I want your advice on that. Do you think that's reasonable to be the stove or the sink, the dishwasher, all that is all together? Is that okay to have it all in that 
one little oh, area. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly okay. It's really just, do you like the look of your stove and your island, right? Most people like their sink in their island, but I don't know that there's, I wouldn't necessarily switch it given looking at the rest of the layout. Um, I was just trying to look at this corner and if we could put a stove cooktop in the corner, let me get back to, so that's like 30. So you could, you know, you could put your stove and cooktop here on that wall. Okay. It looks like you'd have, um, is that stove probably 30 inches wide? 28? Your double oven? Um, the They look basically 30 and 30. Yeah, I don't have the answer to that. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, I can just look at it. My eye, my eye, <laughs> these. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say that that's a 24 inch cabinet on the left and a 30 and a 30. So we'll just start with, that's just one option. Um, I like it because then you'd have an Island with nothing in it. That would be nice, but I don't think I can, cause I have a slab and the ventilation and everything for the stovetop is in there. Like the, there's a little piece that lifts to suck the air. The air uh-huh. Yeah, you could turn. You could just cut the downdraft off and cover it, and just not use uh-huh. the downdraft. Um, and then the question is: Do you have you're, you're a second? You're a two story building. Yes. Okay. So, do you know if the microwave is vented? There's that vent above it and below it. Is but is the no, little in the little it. cabinet right there? Whoop, in the little hood cabinet. Is there an actual vent uh-huh. that goes up? No. So it's just vented to the room, which means it's not vented. Correct. Yeah. Okay. It's not. Vented. So you would either have to buy a stove that has an internal downdraft, right? Um, but that's one option to do. Um, let me see here. Or you have, um, they make, they do make stoves that are, um, that have basically an internal fan in it already and it vents back to the room so it's the same kind of issue um and you also you do have a soffit though so it's possible you could put a vent uh, let me see to the back wall what's behind oh that's your living room right behind that wall yeah that's another room correct that's the formal dining room formal dining behind room. the ovens okay. okay so without i mean you'd have to check but it would be basically something like just sort of as an idea, right? So 60 is 84 plus 12 is, uh, so 30, 60, that's probably, so it'd be kind of like this. I'll just draw what I'm kind of thinking of. Stove, counter, it'd be kind of like mine where I have in my corner, right? I have my stove, which doesn't look horrible, right? I'm just trying to kind of draw like quickly here. So door, door, and then like a, like a cabinet and a hood. And it could be an internal to the room hood. Again, stove like this. Some crown molding up. You see it? Oh, that's the top and the bottom. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So that's your stove at the bottom, right? And so when you look over, and then this would be like your tile, 
And then this is your doorway door. And then this is the corner cabinet coming around the corner. Okay. So that, and then what happens way. to that? Huh? What happens to the, um, to the left? What happens to that corner spot? Yeah, it's, it's, like L? A, it's a corner cabinet right here. Oh, that's a corner cabinet. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So in this case, like when you have corners like that, I would always do an angled cabinet, a 25 degree for it's 20, 22 and a half on both sides. And it ends, ends up being a corner cabinet because part of the thing with corners is the way the shadows fall, but getting rid of this, these two things, right? These two things are blocking the light from coming into that corner. So then uh -huh. these would be shallow cabinets. So when you walk in from the doorway, when you walk in, when you walk in from the doorway, you'd be able to look across, right? And you'd be able to see into the corner. And, and actually the light would fall into the corner. So you'd no longer have um, that basically the same, you, you're blocked that whole entire four and a half feet, right? Is blocked. Right. Because those cabinets are come all the way out, right? So that's that's one option. And then if you wrapped around the corner, let me get the rest of it. Okay, so then it's just a little corner. So then I might um you've right now you've got all that stuff obviously on the countertop. Yeah, because we had to move everything there's around. There's no place to put it. Um and then there's a wall right there. Um I might do open shelving there. Just trying to make that corner look more open. And you actually have a lot of upper space. So one option would be if this is the wall to do floating shelves here. This is the countertop. This would be drawers instead of doors. And then you have that corner, that, that angled corner cabinet like that. Okay. So that would be a way of opening, basically opening that corner. So it looks like it wraps around. Whereas right now it's kind of like in and in, right. It's like sharp and dark right in the corner. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, yeah. It would be a way of like wrapping it. So it kind of pulls it out at you. Um, and so this would be, so I'll draw it from the top. So I think it might be easier so you can see. So it'd basically be, let me think about this. So it'd be like, uh, cabinet, hood cabinet, cabinet, door, angled cabinet, and then shelves. That's looking straight down. Oh, I see. Okay. And then what's um, on the ground underneath that, that corner cabinet? The countertop. There's nothing there. Or is it drawers? Oh, in the actual oh, corner? Uh-huh. Yeah, so then this is your countertop. And this is your countertop, stove, countertop. So I would put drawers here. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's nothing in underneath in the corner. It's just yeah. finished the corner. There's the countertop. The count the cabinets still come together. Yeah, there's a cabinet that's holding up the counters, but it's not um 
basically it's what's going on with this section is the uppers are the issue. So this okay. would still be a cabinet coming from the other direction, but you wouldn't see it, right? The X is where there's. Gotcha. So, so the base cabinets would still look the same, except that I would do drawers there instead of doors, all drawers. Okay. And then there's still a cabinet in the, the, the cabinets still meet and the countertop is uh -huh. set on top of them, but it's really the uppers that are the issue in this situation, right? Uh -huh. Because it's like wall to wall to wall cabinets and they go into that corner and then you have the soffit. So it gives this very pinched look. And then you add on to that, these tall full height cabinets that come all the way out it's just a bad design, right? Because you're like standing there and you've got these tall things next to you. So it makes you not want to use the corner versus if those are not there and it's shallow and that corner cabinet comes out at you, you get this round effect. So it makes you feel like okay. you can walk up to the corner. Does that make sense? It yeah. just opens it up. Hey, babe. Have a good day. All right. See you later, babe. Have Bye, babe. Okay. Call me if you need something. Um, so that's, that's what I would do personally. And, you know, lots and lots of houses have venting that just vents into the room. Right. Like there's, right. I think my ovens do that. Huh? I think my ovens do that. Cause when I cook stuff comes out of the, like air comes out of the Very top. Common. Yeah. I mean, the reality is that, you know, you don't need a traditional vent that goes to the outside of the house okay. because if you're, I mean, if you're truly cooking a lot, like I know you are, most people that cook a lot are going to clean anyways. Like they do things different than just the hood, right? Like my hood actually vents to the outside of the house, but unless I'm cooking, like, I don't know, like something incredibly stinky, like, I mean, even salmon that's good doesn't stink, right? Like if it's, if it's good salmon, right? Like what would be something very stinky? Um, Collard greens collard greens or like sauerkraut or like, I, I, don't, I don't even know if that smells that bad. Um, most people just open a window. They use their exactly. little air spritzer. They're doing all these other things because the vent is not going to re remove those things, right? It's going to temporarily do it, but the air is the whole entire house smells like it anyways. So right. personally, you know, um, I, unless you cook a lot of Asian food, that's the only difference is my clients that are Asian that truly cook real walks at incredibly high temperature, they really need an actual real vent that immediately tries to pull as much of it as you can out. Um, but, right. you know, I personally think this would be a perfectly legitimate solution. I mean, people build houses all the time with in-room ventilations that you just clean the vents. So mm -hmm. that would be my first solution for, that would take care of the stove and the cooktop and the corner and free up the entire island. Okay. That sounds lovely. Now we can always just keep it in the, we can always just keep it in the island. Okay. okay. So then, um, and you'd have enough room left and right. I mean, I, you've seen my kitchen, right? It's roughly 20 inches on both sides. No, I haven't seen. I tried to look for pictures of your kitchen. Oh yeah. I post there's, and there's pictures in the kitchen, in the group. I'll post some. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm guaranteed there's. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I just posted it's the white one. Well, you saw it in, you saw it in the challenge. I showed you the before and after in the challenge. I was like, wait a minute. I know you saw it. Oh, I have to go back and look. Cause you yeah, know where you so, go to the second, it says just photos. 
It was. But I looked there and I looked at videos. Yeah, it was the oak where the fridge was on the left side, and I moved the fridge to the right side, and that freed up my oven section, so I could actually. And then I had a little small, a smaller pantry. I'll show you. I'll just take a picture today and post it, so you can see how even even a quote unquote small countertop left and right is adequate to cook on. They can't be this small because that's what I had my island, just a little. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, so I think this would be a really good solution. And then now you can actually have a full island that you can use that's directly behind you. Right. Cause I know when you're at your sink, you turn around your stoves there. Right. So then you have to move right. left and right to use it versus you would just be able to turn around and actually use that as prep right behind you. That would be great. I could like roll dough out and everything. Yeah, and it's, right, it's, moving stuff it's around. right in the middle where you want it to be. So if I was doing the island, let me just look at the island pictures here. So one, two. Yeah, there's definitely enough room to do the stove there. Um, let me, I'm just trying to get to the island. Okay, so that's probably probably 20 inches. Do you know if your cooktop is 30 or 36? It looks like 36 from this angle. Um, it looks like a 36, a 36 and a 20 is what it looks like lengthwise. Well, the island itself is 90, 97 and a half in length and 38 in height, but I didn't take measurements of the actual That's of the cooktop. cabinet. Yeah, that's all right. I can just look at those cabinets. They're standard cabinets, so I know they're going to be a standard number. They're too they're too big to be 30s. So I'm sure they're 36s. So 36 times 2, right? Plus 20, which is exactly what I said. 92. My eye is calibrated. <laughs> <laughs> so and then you add on for the countertop, right? Several inches in both directions. So so we can go with 36, 36, and 20. And right now your stove is off center, which looks weird, right? right. Not even centered, which looks like crap. So instead we're going to take the full 92 and we're going to break that into something symmetrical, right? Because you have okay. a 36 base cabinet, a 36 cooktop cabinet and a 20 inch drawer. So 36, 36, 20, that's 92. So 92 divided by two gives me 46 inches on both sides. So when I think about my 46 inches and because it's symmetrical, I might do something in the center. Okay. So, um, so if we take 92 minus 30, because I know a 30 inch cabinet is a nice size cabinet to put stuff away. So that gives me doors that are about this size, which are a nice size, right? So that could be, a 30 inch door cabinet in the middle and then drawers on both sides. So I'm just kind of like thinking this through. So if I take out 30 in the middle, that gives me 62 inches left divided by two gives me 31 inches on both sides. So I'm thinking about 31, which is too big to do as drawers. Now I could do, I could do six drawers on both sides, but that gets kind of pricey. So I might do, I think I might do 22 inches on both sides. So let me go back to the drawing board. So 92 minus 22 and 22, right, is 44. So that leaves me 48 inches in the middle. So I could do two, two cabinets that are both 24. 
mm-hmm. with doors and then six drawers on the side, which I think is probably nice. Because again, you have a lot of cabinets. So I'm trying to kind of think of where we can save money. I know I want at least six to nine of those soft closing drawers and a garbage can, but that'll be on the sink side. So I would save okay. the money by having double doors or the least expensive. And you'd still get really nice six drawers on both sides of the island, which I know will be useful when you turn around and you can walk and open up a drawer. So that's kind of how I'm thinking of it right now. So I'll just do... And on those cabinets that open and close, will they have two shelves? Yeah. Yeah. Could those shelves be drawers then? Because getting on the hands and knees to pull stuff out is no more. I don't like that. Well, I wouldn't. If you you think you have enough stuff, but remember, we're still going to have more drawers on the sink side. So this is sort of the island is kind of additional storage. So you're already going to have drawers left and right of the stove. Okay. Drawers underneath to the left of the stove. Okay. Drawers on the sink side. Drawers under the pantry. So you're going to have a lot of storage. And remember, these are the types of drawers that I'm talking about, my drawers. So I already know that's an enormous amount of storage. So the island is kind of extra. And so, no, okay. I, if, if you, if you decided that you knew you wanted drawers here, we would just make them drawers. I would never do drawers behind doors ever. That's oh, like okay. old style. You got to open the doors. You got to pull the thing out. You got to shut the thing. You got to shut the doors. It's not, it's not an efficient use of space. So um, let me just draw this out and then doors 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 so yeah when i do adjust when i do doors with um shelves that's like for like long that's like stuff that you're not going to use a lot it's not for your everyday stuff 24 okay. 24. like platters and vases yeah like some exactly everything else will be in a drawer already so this is um island let me draw a little little okay and these look kind of little right just in the sketch uh-huh but they're not they're really they're big drawers okay they're big drawers deep <laughs> soft closing like they're nice size drawers they look kind of little here but you got to think of the whole island right so it's to scale is so you have an eight foot long yeah. island so, I mean, they're, they're good size drawers. You'll get a ton of stuff in those, including platters, okay. bowls, measuring stuff, like all that stuff will go in the drawers. What goes in the doors okay. is like stuff you just rarely use, right? Gotcha. Rarely use. So that's that side. Let me go back to, let me make sure I showed you on the stove side. So remember, I would suggest doing drawers here, right? In the corner. Okay. So you got you got six there, which is a lot, and then you got left and right of the stove. Oh yeah. Okay. So you're going to have to the left of your stove will be your pots and pans. So when you're mm-hmm. cooking at the stove, it'll be right here. Okay. Not the back of the island, right? That'll be like extra stuff, like mixing bowl stuff, salad bowl prep, baking stuff. You know, all stuff the stuff you pull up, new pastries, that type of stuff. 
So, I mean, there's not really much we can do about the layout because like, you're just going to basically, you're still going to have to walk from the fridge to the island, to the stove. It's just the way that whole kid, it's where the island is literally. So you're still going to have to walk to do that. But I do think that having the island be all of this be usable, right? From any direction uh-huh. versus the stove there taking up yeah. the most important part of the corner because that's the other problem that's going on with that island that you, I mean, you probably just know you don't like it, but you maybe don't know why, right? But part of why it's not working, not only is it not symmetrical, so it looks bad. Okay. It's like off uh-huh. kilter, but it's also very close to this corner, right? Right. So, so what happens is your oven and microwave is here, your doorways here, your sink is here. And so what's happening is that this is the most usable corner, but you can't really use it. Right. Right. You can't use cutting and prepping and everything to the left and the right of the sink. Yeah. Yeah. So see, you can't use that. That's the most important corner in the whole kitchen because this is like a triangle. This is your triangle right here. So it's yeah. It's now I can doubly, like lay all the baking stuff from the oven exactly. on the island. So even if it was centered, it would be better. But it's not even centered, right? So taking this out of there gives you this whole corner, and then it gives you the zone directly behind the sink. So it's it's not just that it looks prettier, right? It's way more functional, right? And then because we would be improving this whole section here, right? Let me just draw it out. You'll be able to use all of this now that you weren't really even using. So you'll be able to actually do stuff by the stove because you'll have space to do it. And because the uppers are not deep, they're very shallow here. It'll feel very open in that corner, Uh right? Oh, nice. you, won't, you won't be blocked by these super tall things right there. Gotcha. So it'll feel very open and spacious when you're cooking. I won't feel like I'm cooking in a corner because you open yeah, it Yeah, you won't up. be cooking in a corner. Like it'll feel like it's very open. So there's like multiple reasons why I'm suggesting the island uh, making it flat. It's not just because it looks prettier and it looks symmetrical. But it's really because that you gain that whole corner that's right where you need it to be. Perfect. Um, okay, so that's the back of the island. Let me go back to let me make sure that the group, if there's just want to make sure from last time that people can still see us or get in if they need to. Let me go back and see if we're still streaming. Just want to make sure that people can watch. Okay, so it's still streaming and we are still recording. Okay. So let me find your group again. Um, um, this tile, I also just wanted to, I love this, you know, this is what I have in my own kitchen, right? Uh-huh. So um, the difference is though, is that, and I can show you where to buy this online. These are very short tiles. They're only like two inches long and mine are four inches. So it's a, mine is a bigger pattern. 
because it's a bigger it's a bigger kitchen. So I just wanted to point that out. I um, I can buy these online through Amazon. I know where okay. to buy them, and they're they're literally the exact replica of what I have. So just are are they marble? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I wondered what the stone was. Yeah, it's yep, it's marble. And then I just do okay. a sealer behind the stove. And um, what I do, because again, I cook all the time, is I put a cookie sheet up. That's the best solution you can do. Is just have a spare oh, cookie okay. sheet and a cookie sheet thing really close by. And every time you go to cook, you just set a cookie sheet behind you. And it catches all oh, those splatters that are right there. And then you don't, you barely need to, I, I barely clean. Because no, every sealer, no matter what, is it's not impervious, right? Eventually um, it degrades. So let's see, where are you at? Okay. So now we're on the sink side. Let me go to this picture. Oh, I had a question about the marble that you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. So I would just do it all up that wall everywhere and behind the open shelving, just do all yes, that marble up that big wall. Yep. Okay. So that you basically know. get kind of this look, this effect. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Minus that. Yes. I, you're not going to have a hood like that, but basically that effect. Yeah. I think it would look beautiful. And that'll be I think another it's way. It's going to be even prettier without a hood. You what? It'll be prettier without a hood because you can see the marble more. You'll see more. a lot more. Yeah. You'll just have like a very slim hood that only takes up a little bit of space. Um, the other thing is because you'll have the tile, that whole corner will look like a showpiece all of a sudden. So it'll look even brighter and more open because of the tile all the way up. Yeah. It'll look really pretty. It'll become like from like your least favorite corner to like, your cutest corner, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. And you could technically, 30 inches, would there be enough space? Um, it's possible that you might be able to do that sort of design that we you picked out, right? Uh -huh, I thought that was really pretty. It's really pretty. So are those four-inched tiles, like you were yeah. saying? Because mm -hmm. they yep. look longer than the one I showed yeah, you. Yeah, they are. They're the, they're the ones I have. Okay. Good, good taste. <laughs> Thank you, 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 me, and like a thousand other people, or millions of other people. Um, I was trying to get back to the your picture here. Come on. Why can't I find? Okay. So the other thing I noticed is how close your island is. So you have a very yeah. narrow walkway here. So that's not to code. And, um. It's very yeah. When I pull my dishwasher hood down to yep. load the dishwasher, yeah. I can walk by it, but like I like very by close. It. Yeah, which is another reason to move the stove from there, right? Because okay. now you have less likely for you to be cooking there when someone else is there. Yeah, I really wish there was a way to move that island back just like five inches. Oh, it would help so much. Um, but I know with the flooring situation, but you might be able to fill it in. This is a pretty common wood, right? This is maple. Looks like five. Yeah, I did call the restoration people that laid that wood from okay. the slab leak. And they're going back in the files to try to find out what wood that is for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a match for this. This is maple. I can see it. I could find this. This is a maple, clear satin finish. It's five, It looks like it's roughly four and a half inches wide, um, which is a narrower strip, right, than the seven inches or something. Um, it's very but, thick though. Yeah, it would be, yeah, it's three quarter. It's three quarter solid. 
Yeah, but it, this is not hard to find. Um, and the, if you added wood later, if I moved the island and they added wood, it would like like sun up to the, like, would it be that noticeable? Because I know that when they put that wood down, my steps going up to the second floor was a bull nose. And there's no way I was going to let them touch that because that was really hard to do, to mm-hmm. do the bull nose bend wood and I didn't trust anyone. Yep. So it did change color and it's not that noticeable that they're two different maples. Right. Exactly. The same That's thing what I was say. Plus it's kind points. of behind the Island. Like it would be very difficult to tell. The only issue is that you have the wall. So there's a wall behind the Island, right? It backs up to the little pony wall right here. Uh-huh. There's a little. Right yes. There. So what you'd want to yeah, do is, Basically, take the take wall down. Uh-huh. You'd have to move the outlets into the sides of the cabinets so that you can push the new cabinets back. Then you'd only fill in the wood on the front of the island. So maybe oh. five or maybe just two, two rows. That would be the way that I personally would do it. Um, because then you'd get that extra space, that walk around space, right? Because it's very close, I can tell. And it would also give you that feeling of like a grand island, right? That bigger mm-hmm. feeling, the scale. So that's, you know, that's kind of down the road, but that's, it would also help with that corner. Like when you walk from the sink past the existing ovens to the new stove, it would make that, it would pull that corner back of the island, right? Because it's it's very, I can tell it's very pinched right there, right? I know that that, when you're walking past yeah, that corner. The, the Evans, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go back to the sink side. Let me see if I can get a good shot of this. All right, so it looks like, um, so what measurements do you have for the, like, left of the sink, you know? dimension wise so we can okay the um oh i can kind of tell the left of the sink is so 24 area it's what the whole area is 85 and a half with 24 and a half depth um it looks like from the sink left it's 42 on one side mm-hmm. that's the right side and and then the pantry fridge oh that was the pantry fridge was 106 pantry depth was 21 and a half yeah upper cabinets right. lower cabinets that's right i can but just I think kind of, whole, whole I can just thing look from at the left to right to 170 yeah, I'm just trying to look for the left side, but I can kind of tell because I know. Left side? Yeah. So like this right here. But I can kind of tell by looking at that cabinet. I'm just going to give you some rough mm-hmm. numbers, right? I think the sink is 42 and the right side's 42. And then the left is what's, I think, left, left over from 170. Mm. So the sink is a 36-inch sink. So you probably were measuring the window. The window looks like a 42, but I can tell the sink uh-huh. is a 36 inch. 
So, okay. so I'm just really going to do sink. Is that a, a wide sink? Because that's two things in it. That's 36 is standard. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then the left is the dishwasher. So that's 24. So it's really just to the left of that, but I can just, I can guess enough to come up with kind of what I'm, what I already know I want. Um, I'm going to do, would you be opposed to putting the dishwasher on the right side? Well, I have no preference. Okay. So it'll make it function better if we do it this way, which is 36, which is your sink. Your dishwasher on the right, which will free up just the walking space as well, dishwasher. And then we'll do just a filler cabinet for cutting boards. And then I would do your garbage can. This will be your gar your new garbage pullout, garbage. And then drawers. And where's the microwave? We haven't figured out a place for the microwave yet. Oh, okay. So like this one, two. So whatever this number is, this is 17, this is 36, this is 24, 42 to the right. So this will be 24 like this, just rough. Oh, cool. So you'll have, you know, you'll be standing at your sink. You'll have a soft closing garbage can. You'll have your dishwasher uh -huh. to the right. So you'll rinse stuff, set it in your dishwasher, scrape stuff, right? And then you'll have all your main drawers, like the, to the six, to the, to the left of the garbage. Those will be a lot of your really main things you use a lot. Um, so your Ziploc bags, your tinfoil, all the stuff we talked about in the challenge, your towels, your big utensils. Um, I mean, you have space by the stove as well. Um your Tupperware, your bowls, your mixing bowls. Um, I can just tell by looking at the space here, those will be good sized drawers. It looks, they look roughly, if I look at the uppers, um, that's probably 20, 40, 60. This is probably- The upper cabinets are 12 inch depth. Yeah, we're, do, we're doing width. So this is this oh. cabinet right here. Is, is I'm guessing uh -huh. is 60 is 60 inches long, 20, 20, 20. Gotcha. So if you take 20 plus 20 or 60 plus 24, because the dishwasher is for sure 24. So that's 84, right? So 84 minus 17 for the garbage can, 67. I'm looking at it. It looks roughly around 60. And you divide that into two. That's still still large drawers. So these are like, I don't know, 30 is kind of big. I might do a cookie sheet there. Yeah, I think I found the measurement. I think it was 85 and a half length to the sink. Yep. Yep. Is that so I'm gonna right? say, yeah, I'm gonna suggest 24 inches because I just know how big those are. So I'm gonna do 24 and 24. So let me go back to 84 minus. 17 for the garbage can minus 48 for the drawers is 16. So then you'll have a cookie sheet, platters, um, cookie, uh, cutting boards, right? That'll go in this cabinet here. Oh, cool. That's the one with the little things that sit yeah. upright. Huh? Yeah. Uh -huh. Cool. Just I always wanted one of those. 
Oh, that's great. Yeah. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six cabinets, but better cabinets, not just doors, like thought out, right? So most of your kitchen will go in those six drawers. So then the ones by the stove is extra. The ones on the island are extra and the ones under the pantry are extra. So um, fridge or pantry. Um, For myself, I put the fridge all the way on the far end so that I would have my pantries closer. Well, I mean, my pantry's on the other side. I don't, you know, like looking at the picture, it feels like it's very close to you. Let me see. The only problem with that is that would be in front of the dining table because that's the breakfast nook. Mm -hmm. And you guys actually use yours. Yes. Because I don't like to use the formal dining room for every day. Yeah. Um, There's another alternative is you put the refrigerator on the left side when you walk in the doorway. But generally, I don't like doing that because I think you guys are really using that opening. And it's a pretty, it's a pretty narrow opening anyways. Yeah. It's a pretty Uh narrow opening. Um, So you'd have, uh, let me see here. So you'd have the fridge right up to the, so why does it show? Hold on. I was thinking to the right of the fridge, like if you put the fridge right next to the where the sink is closest to that, then you could make like a statement piece in front of the (coughs) breakfast nook. Bless you. I just want to kind of actually walk up to it and be able to actually use it because it will be your, you know, your actual pantry. Uh Uh-huh. Is that wall, how deep is, no, okay. So it's like, I was looking at the wall that backs up that corner. So it's not deep enough to put something there. Um, one thing you could do, what, what we could do is on this side, because we have enough uh-huh. space, you could put your pantry there, but it wouldn't look like a pantry. So one option would be, one option would be to set, not do the cookie sheet there, do the cookie sheet thing on somewhere else. And 42... So you'd have, yeah, think about this. So you'd have a pantry and then uppers and then uppers. Okay. So you could do, and I, I'm not redrawing the bottoms, but I think you probably know that they would match, but you could do a, sh- a pantry like this. Cause a lot of the stuff would be in the drawers and then upper. Uh. I didn't draw that very well, but so you could set this upper cabinet on the countertop uh-huh. and this would be drawer, all drawers below it matching. Right. And so this would be uh-huh. your pantry, but because this cabinet is still shallow, right. It comes out deep. It, instead of being a 12 inch upper, I might do it as a 16 inch upper, but it sits on top of the countertop, but it's still uh-huh. shallow, right? It's still shallow. So when you walk in from the doorway, it doesn't feel crowded, right? But that could be where your main food is and all of your pantry stuff, because then you're not having to walk all the way down in front of the table, right? Where you have your, so that would be, that's one option. Um, So countertop is kind of like here. And then the other option, and then your fridge would be here. 
So I'll just draw the fridge, fridge. And then you could still do a matching, a matching unit on the other side. So you said it's, let me go look at that, 42 and 42? No. It does actually kind of look like that though. How much the, how, what the length the of the fridge, pantry the is? The fridge and the pantry, yeah. Is 106 in length. So and there's the two, there's two of those huge top. units though. There's oh, I included the um, fridge, yeah. I thought. No, but the fridge is to the, the fridge is next to those. So you still have two huge yeah, pantries. Um, yes. And they're going to be huger because I'm going to take out that top piece, that wood thing at yeah. the top. H huger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're going to be huger. Yeah. Huger. I mean, I, huger. That's a good, yeah. Yeah. Um, what about a little sidebar? I don't usually like doing those in the corner because they end up not being used. But in this case, I'm wondering if you guys would use it as a display thing or something. Because I don't want to, I mean, normally what I would do is because you have the length, I would move that refrigerator down, right? To the end of the wall? No, no, not, not to the end, but I would move it away a little bit more still away from the sink. Normally, that's what I would suggest. Cause I, I, okay. you know, that's one option. Um, but I don't want you to walk all the way down for the pantry. So it's kind of like, I mean, I'll draw it kind of small. I'll draw it. I ran out of paper here, but like, you know, this could be crown molding, right? This could be an upper that matches the other side. So, cause these are your uppers. These are your only uppers technically, which is plenty because most, you won't be storing food in them anymore. Right. And you can put plates and bowls in drawers. Okay. So you, this is literally just for glassware, but um, I might do a matching pantry on the other side. So like whatever this is to here and then uh, drawers like this. And then I might do like something decorative, like floating shelves again, right. With tile. I'm trying to draw this tile in, in like a little desk unit like this. And it's really, I know I kind of did it squished, but. Oh, so it matches there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because the thing is, is this pantry, this one is the one you're going to use all the time. Right. Right. This one you will still use, but it's farther away and it's in front of the, the, that, I don't know how much space there is to actually walk up and use this every day, but you oh, there's enough that the table can go back and forth very easily. Yeah. So that would be one way to save on costs, or you could obviously just do two pantries. You could just do two pantries down there, not do the one on the left to the sink right? And do uppers all the way across and not set that cabinet on the countertop. I just think this is the kind of kitchen you could do that and it would look really pretty. So when you walk in, right, it would look really pretty and be functional. So that's what I would do. So this is probably um, 36 and let's see each of these. To me, these look like these look like they're 36 wide, each of them. 
I can tell you uh, the yeah. pantry depth, upper depth, height, and ceiling. Okay, so the upper cabinets, the depth was 12, the height was 34, and the ceiling was 53 and a half, and the faux box was 18. We're just looking for the width of the, <laughs> the pantry. <laughs> yeah, oh, I the can actual look. width of the yeah, we're just doing widths right now. I know the standard heights of everything. Yeah. So I, I'm just going to say that they're both 36. But again, that's really wide for, right? This is 36. Okay. So that's really yeah. wide. So I'm just looking at those, but I know they're standard. So they're either, they're going to either be 24, 30, or 36. Okay. So it's possible they're 30s by looking at them both. Because I can just look at the shelves and the shelves are about that big. So, you know, I'm going to say this is 30 and 30, somewhere around there. So sorry, I wasn't home to give you exact numbers. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is just, this is just general. So we can get a, you know, we can bid it. You can think about it. But that's basically what I would suggest or some, some relative combination of that. Uh-huh. So you'd get drawers under the pantries. So your flour, your flour, your sugars, your, your cake mixes, uh -huh. all that would go in drawers so that you would only have canned goods and other stuff in the upper part. Right. And it's and, and more no, the cooking stuff that you need by the stove on the left and the snacking yep. stuff on the right. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Exactly. And these wouldn't have any middles, so they'd be completely open when you open them. So you can see right? Like right now your cabinets right. have these big middles, Uh huh. right? They have the wood in the middle. Yeah. So it makes it very uh -huh. difficult to use the center, which is what you want to use when you walk up to it, right? When you open the okay. door, you want to use what's right in front of you. So it'll right just now, be like an open shelf without a, a, a beam in the middle yep, is what you're exactly. saying. Yep. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yep. And actually adjustable, right? These are probably partially adjustable, uh-huh. Now on, on those, will they be so deep? They seem so deep. Like I have to layer deep. stuff. Still? Because they're matching. Yeah. So, so pantry cabinets always match the base cabinets. So your base cabinets are oh, 24 okay. inches deep. So they're, they have to match for the cabinets to line up. Right. Okay. So that's why I'm suggesting only one of them. And then this one wouldn't be as deep. Uh-huh. So it would be recessed so that it doesn't look too deep when you're standing there next to prepping left of the sink. But you won't be having to prep as much left and right of the sink because now you'll have the island and you'll have that whole right. corner. So you have more places to do things, right? Right. Um, I'm just re-looking at, like, I mean, I don't know that you need to take the soffit out. I mean, this is a lot of cabinets. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just thinking that through, like, this is a lot of storage the way we have it right now without going all I, the way to the ceiling. Uh-huh. Oh, so don't take the sockets out. I mean, I don't personally, now that I've looked at how much cabinetry there is, how, how much more functional this is going to be. I don't personally think you need to. I mean, I know it does open it up. But again, there'll be lighter cabinets. They won't be wall to wall to wall. So there'll be some breaks uh -huh. and some openness already. 
Um, uh-huh. So, you know, it's just, it's just money, right? So when you take yeah. those soffits out, not only do you have to pay for the soffits and the repair, right. now your cabinets are 42 inch tall cabinets instead of 36. So, you know, every single piece of it gets more expensive, right? And it's kind of cumulative exactly. around the, yeah. so I don't personally think you need to do it. I don't, I think it's, it'll still be real pretty. It looks, I guess my thought was to take the socket out, then I could do some kind of more display kind of like looking like a piece of furniture to the right of the fridge. But I like your design too. We were just thinking something pretty because what, what I keep in there, the, the first two sets of doors was all the food. And the second two sets were like platters all the bar, like all the alcohol, all the bar stemware yep. and all that. Right. Exactly. Let me go back to, yeah. Which now that stuff is going to have other places to go. Right. So that's, and that's why I was suggesting this little thing here that uh-huh. can be your new like cocktail area. It's, okay. it looks really short here. Right. But it's wider. I just, okay. I just ran out of paper. <laughs> it's over here. Yeah. I could put like the bars. Like alcohol that could be your bar stuff. area. Yeah, exactly. So you could have your, your nicer glasses out. You uh-huh. could have your alcohol here. Cause we would make it low enough that you could actually reach it. Right. It would be right. there and then still uh-huh. be able to use this main part for other stuff for your food stuff. Okay. Right. right. Um, and then these could be drawers still. I did them as doors just to save money, but these could be drawers that hold all your mixing stuff, right? This could be like uh-huh. your little mixing cocktail area. Right. And then you cool. said that you've got you had platters and stuff in here. Let me zoom in and see what. But a lot of that stuff will just go in the drawers that we've already planned. Right. Yeah. You'll also have the, you know, what I would recommend is the top of the fridge would be a fridge cabinet, right? Okay. So you'll have that long-term storage will be up here. So up in there, right? Uh-huh. So you'll be able to actually put and big entertaining platters that you just use at Christmas, right? So that, that can have an adjustable shelf. So you can, and that's 20, that's really deep, right? So you can actually store a lot of stuff up there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now the bar is just open and going to be pretty. Exactly. So this is the bar. And would you put that marble tile behind those shelves just like in the other corner? Yeah. That's kind of where, that's what these little dashes are. That's tile. Oh, okay. Uh And then frame it all up around the window above the sink and do that inset like you were talking. Gorgeous. It'll be real pretty, huh? It won't be very, so- very much a showstopper. Yeah, this would be very much a showstopper. I'm going to go back to the clock, the little air there area. Um, so this area could also be, you know, an improvised coffee station, right? That other corner could also still right. work as a cocktail area, a coffee station, depending on which one you like better. Well, that was the coffee station. Mm-hmm. And now I'll just put all the pretty mm-hmm. teapots and coffee pots that I've collected with the pretty teacups on the outside. Right. And so this could still be, 
you know, both of these, the, both of those areas are going to be areas that you can kind of play with and decide, you know, I have um, my little sidebar. It's kind of like this. And I just, depending on how I feel that month, sometimes it's a cocktail area. Sometimes it's about, it's the, it's thematic and I make it something around, you know, Christmas or something, but you're going to have two areas, right. Where you can kind of decide, come here, mommy. Hey, Nima, come here. Come here. Sorry. I'm trying to get my, come here, mommy, my cat. She's been, Nima. she's been outside. I'm trying to catch her for a while. Um, You'll, you'll, you can kind of decide depending on how the family uses it. If it's easier to have the cocktail area to the left of the stove or uh-huh. over in the other corner, you guys can kind of play with that. Um, but I like having areas like that where I can kind of, I can change it up a little bit. And what so. would you have those shelves be made out of? Floating shelves like wood. Yeah. They're floating. Wood. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But like again, just- you can. You could play with that. They could be wood with like metal brackets, right? Even just the shelving could change the look of the kitchen. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think this is great. So that's. What would be most glamorous? Because I want a pretty glamorous like I know. kitchen. I know, but I'm already telling you the things that I can already see, it's going to look pretty glamorous. <laughs> like, oh, it is? And you're yeah. still okay with putting those pendant lights that won't make everything busy? Pendant lights will still be okay over the island. So now it's just an island, not a stovetop? Yep. Uh-huh. If it's the right, okay. we'd have to look at the lighting as we get closer, but... Yeah, it would definitely be a showstopper. I'm seeing if you, let me go back to what you, do you mean um, these ones? Yes, but I have some other ones picked out, but right. they kind of look like that. Yeah. Shade. Yeah. Yeah. They're just a little more ornate. They're more ornate? Yeah, they're, they're like that shape. I'll send you a picture, but they yeah. have these cute little birds on them. Okay. Yeah, it sounds I, funny, but you'll have to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that I think this will look great. I think um, those are like kind of the smaller, you know, the smaller details that over time you can kind of keep adding. But just with the cabinets, all the hardware that you're going to have, the new sink, the fridge in, the look of the pantries on both sides, the floating shelves, the stove in the corner, the wraparound cabinets, like just that will be quite dramatic so you don't need a ton more stuff okay maybe just keep the can lights then okay no no i'm just saying like i already know even without the lighting it will look very dramatic with that tile and we haven't even talked countertop yet right like you're going to see whatever that beautiful counter is like so it's going to be a pretty dramatic um change in a good way and then what kind of sinks do you you like i kind of like the double sink, but I, like I saw double. that you can get that. You don't like double? Yeah, I do. I like you a like double them? because I don't like, um, I like to be able to like wash wine glasses or cocktail glasses on one side and let them sit there and then still be able to prep food and do other stuff. Right. Like I'm really using the sink a lot and I don't like, I don't like mixing food and carrot stuff. And then it's all rolled into one thing and I'm constantly cleaning stuff out of other stuff. Like, so that's sort of just me. And did you, when you did your double sink, did you do that 
look where it looks farm on the outside the or do you just mount? do the inset double sink? Yeah, I did undermount. So this counters go over the top. Um, I didn't do a farmhouse. Um, I've done them many, many times before. Um, I think this could really look good as a farmhouse sink, as a white farmhouse sink. Um, mostly, mm, there was no real reason. I just really liked my double stainless steel sink. I've used it a lot before. Um, you know, it has the grids in the bottom. I There was no real reason. I could have easily done the white farmhouse sink too. Mm-hmm. I don't really I saw like where they the, had the, the double ones. Yeah. I don't really like the metal. One. I mean, I like the look of all of them, right? But for me, like if you scratch the front of a metal, even just like your buckle, your belt buckle or your jeans buckle or anything, men, think of your husband, right? Uh, if yeah, if you're married, right? Oh yeah, you're married. That's right. So um, you know, anything like that, you drag a pan across the top one time, you know, you you pull something out one time and you nick that front edge. Like for me, like there's no repair with metal. There's you can't really repair it. And and the porcelain is much harder. So for me, like I I just know what it looks like when there's a scratch going across the front of the metal. I just I'd be too nervous about it. Not even just myself, but with other people being there. So that's why I don't I love the look of a farmhouse sink, the metals, but they're just too prone to getting scratched. And then you can't gotcha. do anything about and, it. And you say that if you put that white porcelain on the front, it's it doesn't covered. scratch as much, but you can still scratch it. You can't really scratch it. You can, you can, if you, you took can. a cast iron pot and you hit the front of that edge hard, it'll definitely chip. But gotcha. so you have to be careful with that part, but you don't have to be careful with like your belt buckle or a fork mm-hmm. running across it. Or like, it's, it's very, very hard and tough, right? Very hard. Think of your toilet, right? very tough. You could drop a knife in your toilet and it's not going to scratch. Right. But if you dropped a cast iron pot on that corner edge, yes, of course it's going to chip. So to me, it's still way stronger than metal because metal just, you can just drag anything across it and it's going to scratch. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's usually those, those um, farmhouse sinks are very directional. Like when they polish them, they, they generally have like a direction to the metal finish. Like, horizontal or this. And so what happens is let's say you scratch it, but you're never going to scratch it in the exact direction of the pattern, right? You're going to scratch across the pattern. So then you really notice it, right? Because like there's a slight directional to the polish and then you really see like your floor, right? If you have a floor where the grain's all running in a certain direction, if you have a scratch, but it's going in the same direction, you really don't notice it. It's the chair that goes directly opposite the direction, right? The chair scratch across the grain, those scratches are very, you, you can't hide them by staining right. them or whatever, because they're going across the direction of the grain. So that's the thing about metal is usually it has direction to it, a very fine metal direction. So for me, um, or some sort of pattern and the scratcher dent is never hideable in the pattern for me. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, moving forward with this design plan, do you quote out the cabinets or do I need to be home to exact measure for you before you can quote out? No, I can get you, I can get you rough numbers. I can get you rough numbers where it's not going to change. It might change a few hundred dollars here and there, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be significant because I know the heights. I already know the depths. 
it's really just the basic widths. And I know we're well within that, you know, it might even be your, your cabinets might even be smaller than what I'm showing here, like a little bit, but they're not going to be, it's not going to be very different. We would remeasure then, obviously before we, before we order, but I'm not worried about it being grossly different. And then for the stove, do, what do I need to find out if, if I can do this new stove? Yeah. And you I need to find out if the oven, which I already am 99% sure you can do it, or I wouldn't have suggested it that, um, that the oven, th that the, the, um, power coming in for the oven for the double oven, uh -huh. right. Is adequate for a 30 inch, um, stove, you know, a freestanding stove basically. Okay. Which I'd be shocked if it's not, because it's probably more power than you need for the double oven already. Basically, it's already there. Okay. Yeah. And then where would you think to put the microwave? So the microwave is like its own little thing. Like I would either. Um, would you put it in one of the pantries? Yeah, like I would either. We would build it into one of the spaces that you already have because you have adequate space. I might put it as a base unit. I might put it in the back of the, of the island because we have lots of space on the island. So I might do it below the island, right? Because we have a lot of place, space to play with with this, right? This was just our, you know, that's just our initial run through. But you could easily right, right, put right. the microwave in one of these units very easily, right? Like right here. So it could just go right there. Gotcha. Okay. And I would just do it again, just a 24 inch, which is plenty. Yeah. Cause I don't really cook in my microwave. I melt stuff or. Right. Exactly. Or, or heat up a plate of food, but it still fits, you know, you can still see it like right there. I mean, that's where mine is. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the least expensive way. You don't need a fancy microwave pull out. You don't like those things are just, they're thousands of dollars. And I you think it's a waste of money personally. Okay. And they look just like the thing I'm describing, which is just a push in microwave. You know, they don't really look any better um, unless it's truly like a pull out microwave drawer. But those are just kind of fancy gadgets. They're weird. Like your, your microwave, your coffee, like you just take your coffee and you set it in a drawer and then you shut this big thing and then they're just overkill. Gotcha. And then with the depth of the refrigerator next to the cabinets, It'll all still work. I do have a countertop fridge. Yeah, a counter depth. Yep. Uh huh. You okay. mean different than this white one? No, Is that's that's the white one. But you're going to get a new one, right? This white one. Looks I was thinking maybe get a new one and put that one in the garage. Yeah, this one looks pretty old, just based on the ice thing. Yeah, I don't like the icing on the outside and the yeah. water thing on the outside anymore. They make them yeah. on the inside now. Right. Yeah. So I would just get a new, and this doesn't even look, I don't think that's counter depth. No, that's too deep. This is probably 34 inches deep, not 25 inches it's deep. It's supposed to be counter depth. Um, I can just tell by the age of the ice machine on it that this is because the other one stuck out really further. That one like caught on. I know, but I can just look at how deep I can just look at how deep it oh, okay. is. Yeah. So yeah. Is so, it so think, yeah. I mean, a true counter depth is only this deep. Uh -huh. 
right? And how many inches is that? 24 is the depth of the base unit cabinets. 24. So typically they're around 25, maybe 26. There's okay. no way that this is 26 deep. Like I'm just okay. like, I can just see how deep it is compared to the island in the picture. Okay. So that would be something that we could like plan for. And then even if you didn't want to buy it now, you'd know the one you're going to get. Right. And that would be another way that it wouldn't look so sticking out so far. Okay. Because then like, because the upper cab, the pantry cabinets are going to be 24 inches deep. Right. Okay. Basically the same depth as the, as the base cabinets. Yeah. And how, what is the standard depth of upper cabinets? 12 is standard, but when I build them, okay. I always do at least 13. Because 12 is from the 50s, okay. 1950s, right? Where right, that's what you're little, saying. Bowls were little, right? Everything was small. So I do at least 13, um, sometimes 14 inches deep, but you don't, you're good with 13. Okay. You, yours would be good with 13, yeah. Okay, and then he said, no need. Take out, you call them soffits? Soffits, uh-huh. S-O-F-F-E-T-T. Yeah. And again, you could always do that, right? But let's figure out what the, first let's figure out what you can get from insurance realistically. Then let's figure out what the bid would be right now with roughly 36 inch uppers, right? 34, 35. And then you can sort of decide, okay, now what do we want to do? Because we know it'll be more expensive than that, right? If you want to take out right. the soffits. Come on, phone. Come on. I can't get it to get off of this. Come on, what's going on here? I can't get it to go off this picture. It's weird. Um, then you always know, like, if that's your base number, then you can go, well, do we really want 40 inch uppers? And then the cost to take out the soffit, right? You can kind of decide. Then I always want to start with, like, what's the least amount right. first? You can always add on once you sort of get the rest of your numbers together. Um, Okay. But I still think it would be really, obviously it'd be prettier without the soffits, but I still think it'll look pretty grand with the soffits. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And did you, you said you had a guy that could pull them out, right? He said that he. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Our plumber could put everything up and the contract, there's a guy that can, that's going to do the drywall and everything. Okay. He said he and could he take said it he out. He said he could pull it all out. Yeah. I might get. Get a, I might get a bid just from him to pull them out if he does them all at the same time, because that'll be the least expensive, right? If he's doing all the work at the same time, I might just get that bid. Just get a rough number. Just tell me like roughly, what are we talking? $2,000? Are we talking $8,000? Like what's the basic thing we're talking about, right? Well, of course, yeah. if I'm getting a new appliance, I probably sh should waive that and spend that on the fridge and the oven <laughs> stovetop. Well, the stove you're going to need right away, the fridge you could plan for over time and get it, you know, uh -huh. several months later, right? We could, you could put all the kitchen in and then you already, we plan for the new fridge. So we build it for that fridge. And then when you have uh -huh. the money for that, then you just buy the fridge and slide it in. You don't have to, most gotcha. people do stuff in stages. They're not doing everything all at once. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that design did look very pretty. It looked awesome. Awesome. Can I take a picture of it? Second. Yeah. Which one, which I thought, okay. I thought you were to, which one do you, you want to go all the way back to the beginning? You have the, you, you did this, right? 
Let me see what I did take. Oh, I just have the numbers. I didn't take any other pictures. Okay. Okay, got that one. That's kind of from the top. Okay, got that one. Back of the island. Okay. So kind of full, full enchilada. Okay. Thank you. And then the stove one, it was kind of not, I didn't draw it very good, but I could redraw it if you need me to, but you can kind of get the gist of it. Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. So I will see what I can do with that with cabinets and then you can kind of see what the insurance guy says and okay. or go back to your other the original cabinet maker and show him these sketches and see what his bid would be for this full kitchen right um but I think it's really just that insurance figuring out getting that yeah. part resolved yeah okay and do you mind explaining me what to do with the island again? Because on the one side, it's straight cut. But so people could sit underneath the island on the other side, it yep. bowed out. Yep. It has you know, like a hang. Um, but it wasn't square. It was rounded. Yeah. Did you see that? I did. What's yeah, that no, called? An oh. overhang. That's just an overhang. So I oh, personally okay. would not do it bowed. Because it's not very useful. No. Okay. Yeah. So I would just do, you know. Um, and the reason why they bowed it is because that corner that you were talking about, because that little wall in front of that tight corner, um, there wasn't enough space. That's why they bowed it to go in. Because if they made it completely square, you mm -hmm. couldn't really get in that corner. Yeah, but the bow is on the opposite side. No, the it it tightens on each end and it bows out to the middle. Oh, right. Yeah. So again, like I would either right, I see what you're saying here into that corner. Right. Because the corners they couldn't keep it square here. because it would come too close to that little wall. But one person had a thought to take out that painted wall in the island yeah to give still a square overhang rather than a rounded overhang they said if um we took up that wall then you could get you your could. legs underneath it but yeah if and they squared it, it off just, part of it is because it's too that they put the island too close right it's too narrow here originally right exactly at the island they set it too close to the rest of the kitchen um uh-huh One idea that I had would be kind of interesting is to do it kind of like this. You could, you'd, you'd lose a little bit of space. Well, I didn't draw that very well. Shoot. All right. Well, <laughs> let me just, I'll just show you. You could put something that's shallower height wise, not as tall. So that as you come around that corner, it's not at waist height. Right. So that would be one way to get the Island to be square so that you could still get you know, things under, and then this could be 
a different, I mean, I didn't draw it that great, but basically this would cover, you'd be basically pulling the island back out of that corner, oops, out of that corner. And you, because you have to cover your floor, you still need a cab account of a cabinet there, but it doesn't have to be full height. So it could be a little bit lower. So it's not right by your elbow. Does that make sense? So like this could be a bookcase. That's one way that I would do it. And these are your chairs. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I don't understand how that saves space because there's still a space there. It saves space. I mean, there's still... Height wise. So right now, uh, yeah, it doesn't change the walkway. Doesn't change the walkway. But right now, part of the problem is the chairs, everything comes over at full height here, full height to the countertop. So if you oh, shift it this, this way, so, visually, it would uh -huh. feel lower. It would feel like the island was back from you. Doesn't change the oh, floor, okay. but you can't change the floor because of the flooring. Now you're already right. going to have, this will feel more open because this won't be full height here. That won't be there. Okay. Right. You're saying where the little, where the little thing that holds the countertop up, that yep, little wood pony piece, wall, that pony part wall. over would be lower, like a bookshelf. Yes. Yep. So no, like I'm I'm suggesting I'm suggesting you take the pony wall out completely, so that you can uh -huh. move the counter back from the sink, and and to cover the floor part, maybe put a ten inch shallow bookcase there with like a different color counter on it like a butcher block countertop would be really pretty like a walnut and you would be able to set like a vase there or your keys there and you'd have cookbooks down below so the floor footprint would be the same but visually it would feel open because right next to okay. you right at your waist height is where you're feeling that crunched feeling right here because countertops are 36 inches, right? Right where your waist is. That's where they're hitting. Uh -huh. So from the stove side, remember, you won't have the double ovens right here. That'll go in and you'll have a countertop on that corner. And then from this side, if we push the countertop back at the 36 inch height. This will feel open, even though the floor is still opening is the same. Right. Okay. It, at waist height, it'll feel like it's actually 42 inches open. Instead of this is probably okay. maybe 36. So that would be one way to do it. And you do have plenty of countertop. <laughs> okay. Like you can give up 10 inches and it would still work well. So that's one way that okay. I would do it. Yeah. Cause right now the length of the Island is 97 yeah. and a half. Yeah. And the height's 38. So even when you take out the devil ovens, when you say it's shallower is a, a cooktop oven shallower than those double ovens? No, I just, I just mean like, I mean like, I'll draw, I'll draw like, let's see if I can draw this side to side. So right now you've got like this to this and you've got like this. Woo. Damn. Okay. Ovens. Island. Right. You've got that. Uh-huh. And yes, this is still 36 inches, whatever, right? It's too narrow. Okay. Okay. So what you will have is, is like island down little shelf. And then this is still here, but it's like this. 
and the wall is back here. And now you have an, an upper that's only 13 inches deep. You get it? So I, I do. So this is still 36 on the bottom, right? Uh-huh. But because right. now this is open and this is open, it feels much bigger here. Oh, okay. It's hard to imagine. I can't visualize. I'm sorry. I can't visualize it. Versus this. When okay. you're a person standing here, uh -huh. this is right at your waist height. And this, see how crowded that feels? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Versus you're a person standing here. And this is how it feels. I see. Okay. All right. Okay. Because we've gained 10 inches here because the counter no longer comes all the way over because there's a lower cabinet here and we've gained all this space because this is not full height anymore. So next True. to your waist is open. This is your waist right here. Uh -huh. The counters are at your waist. So because now this is not that oven cabinet, it's now just a, a, a the corner of the oven the corner cabinet to the right of the oven, but it's just a 24 inch, it's still a 24 inch deep cabinet, but it's not all the way to the ceiling, right? Gotcha. This is air, okay? This is air, gotcha. this is extra air versus gotcha. here's your air. This is gotcha, your waist. Gotcha, gotcha. So it makes a big difference it, because now it feels that this is all open. When you come around the corner. So this gotcha. little difference of 10 inches here and 24 inches, it feels visually and physically at your waist. It You could put your arms out. You could do this. Whereas before you're like this, you can't put your arms out. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, you can Total. for the island way, but again, it's, it's what's right close in this bubble is what makes you feel pinched. And that's because of that full height oven, right? Yes. So if you're standing there, you have all this stuff next to you and you can't, we can't move the island down the whole island, but we could, that's what I'm just suggesting. You could put one way around it to design wise is to put a shallow, a, a shorter height bookcase cabinet in, in a different color, so it looks intentional, uh -huh. but it's not as tall. Gotcha. So it feels like it's more open, right? And it shifts the overall island physically down by 10 inches. The foot is still the same, but it feels like the island is 10 inches away. <coughs> okay. Because the main countertop is 10 inches away. I'm going to take a picture of your island. Okay. Because when you're standing gotcha. there, yeah, if you were standing here, whoops, and you reached out, the counter would be here. It would be 10 inches away. It wouldn't be right next to you. 
it would be here. Gotcha. And because it touches a lot. You what? That's a lot. A lot. So it'd feel it would feel a lot bigger, even though the floor is still the same. But but the fact that the new counter, like if this was a white color, some beautiful white engineered stone, instead of it being right here, it would be here. Yeah. And I then I would do this in a different color. So it fakes the eye to feel like the island is actually over. Gotcha. That's about the best I can come up with. <laughs> okay. And again, if you didn't have the space, then that really wouldn't work. But you already have, you have more countertop than you need for the island. It's a big island already. So we can get, we can cut off 10 inches and make it still work, right? And it would cover the floor. So you don't have to fix the floor, right? That cabinet would sit directly over the floor. And again, walking between 36 inches is not really that hard to do. It's what makes it feel squished is that it's at your waist height. Right. That makes sense. Okay. But if I did that little bookshelf, you're still saying I don't need to take out that little wall or I still take out that we wall? We would still take out the wall. Okay. Yeah. And move it back, you're saying? Move it back, which fixes it on okay. the sink side. Yeah. Okay, so you get yeah. space on the sink side. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but we can we can when we get past the cabinets, we can we can play with some of that stuff. But I do think it would fix that whole walking corner visually, physically, all that. All right. Okay. Great. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, have a good. Have so a good, much. Good. Awesome. I'm glad you got a lot out of it. Yeah, have a good Mother's so Day. Fun. Happy Mother's and Day. Happy Mother's Day if anybody else is watching. Yes, but I'm sure there's lots of so ladies. Thank you so much. I really appreciate yes. you. Awesome. You're, and you're so quick, like, to figure, like, functionality. That's what's well, so great I can about see you. It. Yeah, you I can, can see it. You, like, some people want to design your kitchen, but they don't even know how to have it function well. Yeah. Like, the ideas you brought up, you know, most people, especially the men, don't think about because I don't think they cook that are designing these cabinets. No, they're not. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. I'm glad. Yeah, amazing. This will be fun. <laughs> so, so I'll thank talk to you, you next week for sure, but have a good okay. rest of your mother's day and, um, and I'll kind of get started on this. All right. Okay. You have a wonderful mother's day and blessings and prayers for your mom. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing actually a lot better. So yeah. Thank you so much. All right. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Great kitchen design and incredible functionality should not cost an arm and a leg. That's why I created Kitchen Remodel Rockstar, a membership group exclusive for women that's affordable, honest, and direct. For just $97 a month, we help you explore all those choices running around in your head like, how big is a granite slab and which color should I pick? Is porcelain better than stainless steel and what will it cost? Should I buy a farmhouse sink in single or double bowl? Or maybe what type of cabinets should I buy? Should I buy custom? Should I do a reface? I'm really lost, right? And finally, how do I even figure out the ideal cabinet layout? Well, that and so much more is what we cover inside of KRR. It's like kitchen therapy, because let's face it, planning a kitchen remodel is stressful. So many decisions to make, it's hard to know who to trust. And that's where I come in. Look, my program has helped over 10,000 women across the country create their own kitchen system that blends high-end functionality with gorgeous design without overdrafting your checking account. 
So jump on in today and let's see how we can help you get your dream kitchen for less stress and money. Just like Jessica, quote, I can't believe how much I learned already. This was worth the cost and it's been two days. I am so excited to start exploring countertop options now. My anxiety is completely gone. Thank you, thank you for this group. So hey, I really want to add your story one day and I hope you join because this is a safe and affordable place for women just like you to explore what they want to create in their dream kitchen and get straightforward answers in real time. Just think, for $97, there's no more waiting or wondering if you're making the right decision. Now you will feel confident in every single choice and know that you have created the best dream kitchen you can for you. I hope to see you inside the club today. Go over to krr.com to sign up. That's kitchenremodelrockstar.com today.